morning's gospel lesson comes to us from the gospel of Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 to 33 after the feeding of the 5,000 men by Jesus the focus shifts from the wilderness to the sea from God's provision in the desert to God's deliverance through the waters Jesus sends his disciples away in a boat while he dismisses the crowds and spends time alone in prayer in the early morning of the hours early hours of the morning when they are still far from land and being battered by the wind and the waves Jesus appears to his disciples listen for the Word of God as it touches your heart your minds and your souls this morning immediately immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds and after he had dismissed the crowds he went up to the mountain by himself to pray when evening came he was there alone but by this time the boat battered by the waves was far from the land for the wind was against them and early in the morning he came and walked towards them on the sea but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were terrified saying it is a ghost and they cried out in fear but immediately again that word immediately Jesus spoke to them and said take heart it is I do not be afraid Peter answered him Lord if it's you command me to come to you on the water and Jesus said come so Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water and came toward Jesus but when he noticed the strong wind he became frightened and beginning to sink he cried out Lord save me Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him saying to him you of little faith why do you doubt when they got into the boat the wind ceased and those in the boat worshiped him saying truly you are the Son of God this is the Word of God for the people of God let us pray sweet Jesus what has happened to your beloved world what darkness is on the loose when those who hate their neighbors pray in your name and ask for your blessing you have told us O oh Lord what is good to do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with you Lord we beseech you we cry out to you we are sinking Lord save us reach out your hand and catch us increase our faith so we might truly believe in your mighty power and love Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world have mercy on us we have no hope save in you we have no hope to end the violence stem the racism stop the hate and cease the destruction save in you Lord we pray that you save us now 
Prince of Peace, you tell us to pray for those who persecute us and love our enemies right now. In this moment, those prayers are not readily on our lips. Help us and intercede for us. We know that justice will don't roll down like water and that crying and death will no more someday. But today, today we need to know what to do this very moment. This very day that you made, Creator God, living God, God of the new things, the very good things, show us where to be and what to do and how to be the light and the salt and the leaven and the love you call us to be. Precious Lord, take our hands. Lead us home to the place you prepared for us and give us rest. Put us beside still waters and overflow our cups with grace upon grace. Love upon love until it spills into the streets and washes away the evil in our land. Wash us and we will be clean. We will be made new, clothed and in our right minds together. All-powerful and promise-keeping God, make it so. Make it so. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, even if in this moment they are colored with anger and weariness and questions about your presence during the storm. Open our ears that we might hear, our eyes that we might see, our minds that we might get a glimpse of understanding, and Lord of our hearts, our hearts that we might feel and know your spirit, and love is always around us. It is in your Son's name that we pray. Amen. A long prayer following a long day. A defining moment for a preacher's life. To stand in front of you all and y'all and have sat at home all day yesterday watching as a pastor my September 11th. Most of us have had the picture painted for us by a teacher or a preacher or the disciples sent on their own to access troubled seas and Jesus walking on the water. Perhaps to save them and to calm the waters is a picture that has given comfort and encouragement and challenge to us Christians over the generations. The text this morning is a parallel text that you can find in Mark 6 and John 6 and have been used over the centuries to remind us that Jesus often calls us to go out into uncharted waters. But when we go in faithfulness, he never abandons us. Yesterday, a group of clergy were part of a protest. A protest against an organization that you all have lost brothers and aunts and uncles and grandfathers to. Where 60 million people died 
fighting this hate. It cannot remain. This storm cannot remain. And we as Christians are being called to stand up and get out of the boat. The epiphany in the storm today contains a message of grace and mercy. But in the Bible, authentic revelation is never academic or self-indulgent. There is always a personal cost to be paid. A radical summons to faith to be heard and answered. Spirituality must take the form of discipleship. Discipleship. Dietrich Bonhoeffer experienced it. Dietrich Bonhoeffer fought it as a clergy. And he laid down some of his principles, laid them aside to fight what needed to be fought. Always remembering when Jesus approaches the disciples in their boat as they battle the elements, the prospect is naturally terrifying. Who can walk here with such authority and freedom? The act is associated and it's unmistakable. Jesus is exercising a prerogative that belongs to God alone. And when he speaks to them, his words serve only to reinforce the sense that this is a divine revelation. For Matthew's audience, the Greek phrase Jesus speaks is packed with significance. Jesus says, Ego eme, which means simply it's I. But more is suggested. Remember, Jesus speaks to the people in Aramaic and or Hebrew, but the recorded words are in Greek. Ego eme are the equivalent words used for the Hebrew name Heya. Heya, I am. The name of God revealed to Moses at the burning bush. Jesus is using that divine name to announce his presence. I am is here. God is here. We sang the song, God is here today. And I wonder if you felt it in your hearts today. I know that you did because I saw a lot of you smiling. I saw a lot of you feeling. I saw a lot of you moving. I am is here trampling victoriously over the waves in those brief but charged words and in the awesome vision that unfolds before the disciples. Picture yourself in the boat. Jesus identifies himself with God, the liberator and redeemer of Israel, who is at the same time the creator of the world and victor over chaos. However, the beauty and the uniqueness in Matthew's version of this event is the dialogue with Peter. Not only is the dialogue with Peter, but it is attempt, his attempt, Peter's attempt, to step out of the boat and walk on water to Jesus in response to the command of the Lord. For me and my hope for you is that this encounter has rich imagery that enables the Word to speak to you. Like the other disciples, Peter is panicked. 
Peter is panicked by both the turbulent waters and by the figure that's walking on the water. So they're very early in the morning. The waves are crashing. The wind is blowing. It's a scary sight if you've ever been on the water like that. Lee, have you ever experienced that? I have. Don, have you ever experienced that? I'm sure you all have that have fought on Navy, Navy carriers and boats, ships. Is in an oil tanker delivering gasoline from Boston down to Puerto Rico trying to sail around a hurricane. The boat, this big oil tanker, being tossed around by the mighty sea was pretty scary, especially when I had to do the bow watch and duck underneath to keep myself from getting washed away. It was a scary, scary time. Even after Jesus speaks to the disciples, they are still not sure if it is Jesus. Peter, knowing that the call to discipleship is unique to his relationship with Jesus, responds, Lord, 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 if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. When Jesus issues the command, come. Peter steps out of the boat in faith and in faithfulness. Norm, would you have stepped out of the boat rocking on an aircraft carrier? I know I couldn't have done it on the oil tanker that was dipping up and down in the waves. Come! Peter steps out of the boat in faith and in faithfulness, having embarked on his journey across the sea in faith. He then becomes frightened. But the strong arm of Jesus lifts him up and returns him to the boat. Just like Peter, you and I are called to step out in faith, even in the midst of troubled waters. We are called to be faithful to the call that Christ makes of each and every one of us. To love your neighbor is not to just sit. To love your neighbor is to get out of the boat. Stepping out in faith is not a guarantee that we will not face troubled waters. Oh my! Stepping out of the boat is a scary experience. We will face troubled waters. We will be faced with fear. Peter then becomes frightened, but the strong of Jesus lifts him out of the boat. It is the call of Christ. It is the call of Christ. Jesus calls Peter and says, Come. And now he begins his journey across the sea in faith. Peter, knowing that the call to discipleship is unique, Lord, if it's you, command me to come. Come to you on the water. Like the other disciples, Peter is panicked. And even after Jesus speaks to the disciples, they are not sure that it's Jesus. For me and my hope for you is that this encounter has the richest imagery. 
and enables the Word of God to speak to us. I pray, Lord, that you speak to me now. For we are now called to get out of the boat, you and I. We are called, it is a response to the command of his Lord that we get out of the boat. There's beauty and uniqueness in this dialogue. Lord, help us get out of the boat. Help us to get out of the boat. Step out of the security of a sanctuary to help us step out and get out of a pew to do what is right to love our neighbor as ourselves to move out of the safety and out of the warmth out to your people out to God's people I pray Lord I pray that we are so moved that our hearts are in it. For I have gone completely off of script, completely off of script. Jesus loved Peter. Jesus loved the eleven. Jesus loved the five thousand. And Jesus loves you and I. And in that love, Jesus calls us to move, to begin that journey that is not going to be comfortable, to fight for love, to fight for peace, for justice, for righteousness, to fight like we've never fought before. Today, we are being called to fight. We must. Too many people have died for this right. Too many people have died. Sixty million people died to fight the Nazis. Sixty million. Three percent of the world's population died in 1940 just to fight this hate, this evil. I don't normally get like this, but yesterday was too much. as they went after clergy with baseball bats and brass knuckles. Friends tweeting, afraid for their lives. Colleagues afraid because they were standing and getting out of the boat to fight racism, hate, and injustice. My friends, it can't stop with yesterday. We must begin to say no, we cannot, as followers of Christ, accept anything less than the love of neighbor. My friends, don't be afraid. God has you covered. God has your back. When you step out of the boat, he will offer you his arm. He will lift you up. He will protect you. For he loves you that much.
because he loves all of his people. He loves all of his creation. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Amen. Let us pray.